Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. The WA Betfair Edge with Terry Layton and Miles Fitzner for Betfair. Find better odds on AFL on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome and good afternoon to the Western Australian Betfair Edge where we talk all things Western Australia Western Australian horses way over in the far and wild west. Miles Fitzner with you. Thanks to Betfair. Find better odds on the AFL and play your way with Betfair. You can do that on the horses too. And who better to join me than the man that, uh, well, he's uh, he's a star. He's a star, fast becoming. He lived in the midst of his bedroom doing his form on his own and punting on his own. And now he's blossomed and flowered out into the world of commercial and racing media. I speak of Terence Von Leighton. How are you, Terry? Dairy, mate. Dairy, mate. What are they feeding you blokes in Adelaide? This is an incredible stuff. Hey, um, I was going to ask you, it's, it's voting weekend. It's election weekend. Oh, yeah. Uh, you've been doing any campaign? I could imagine you, oh, you give yourself a reasonable chance. I'm going out to hand out some how to vote cards. Yeah? Uh, yeah, yep. No, mate. Do you know what is funny, though? Uh, you know my partner's in pubs, right? Yep. And she's, she said there's a guy... To get away from, is that to get away from you? Probably. She said a guy walked into a pub the other day. She said... This Fair is a income. joke, I think. No, it's not. No shoes on, no shoes, torn mm. shorts, had a towel over his head and had $4,000 cash on the Labor government over the TAB to win the election. She said he, he looked like he was walking in to what ask for a free glass sure? of water, and she said he's had 4K cash, and he had no shoes on, you know, the shopping trolley out the front, the full kit, four grand cash. I couldn't believe it. Anyway, yeah, I, I'm... They're, when, they're, you got, when you've got a special, you've got a special, don't you? They're all as bad as what each other. What are they, Dollar forty. I don't know. The only thing I do know is the devil you know is better than the devil you don't know, I think. Yeah. Um, Anyway, well, enough about all that crap. Yeah, yeah, no politics. The only politics we need to worry about is uh, between you and I. And uh, between you and I, last week was, uh, let's say, uh, rather successful and crip. Yeah, it was good to be back at uh, back at Belmont. Uh, we could tell from race one. Now, race one uh, was that little two-year-old race we didn't have any interest in. So I wasn't too perturbed from a betting point of view. Oh, you tipped top of the pops at $1.60. Well done. Someone get Miles. Someone get Miles a gold star to pin it on the chest of his. We ended up getting on the field. $1.94. Like there that. you yeah. go. But what I loved and what told me straight away that Belmont is back is when a horse kicks clear like that, Mr. Cobra at Ascot, you know what? They just win. But Belmont gives them all a chance, yes. and the best horses traditionally win. And I tell you what, as soon as I saw that, I said, let's go. And then on the line, I saw Rule get its head down, and I thought, you beauty, you beauty. Oh. And I tell you what, Snippy Miss has, out, has out-bobbed me. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, it's not. That wasn't good. Oh, <laughs> and the lads, I'm at, I'm at the pub with all the lads, and they're all having a uh, all had a little flutter on Rule and they're all getting excited and up and about. And then we've seen the uh, the close-up. You uh, would have had a feel. Like, at the pub, of, though. A bit of sadness, though. You've got to start with some sadness. You've got, you got to experience. Nah. The low, Miles, you've got to experience the lows to experience the highs that are to come. Well, do you know what the low was? The um, the what, show ending? <laughs> the low was... Oh, what well, the low what for was me low? wasn't it. Well, wasn't it Belmont? Belmont was absolute... It was... Well, this is the WA Betfair Edge, mate. We're not yeah, even talking about... But I, I don't, I don't, I don't reckon... The, you can't have edge. a low out of, what, out of what happened at Belmont on Saturday. We cannot... Uh, it was a good. It was a good day out. And tell you what, who's flying is uh, well, Elite Street actually. Elite Street's got to be the first thing we discuss now. Here we go. 
Lead Street starting to work his way through the field as Indian Pacific led at the 250. Red Can Man now tests him, reaches the lead. Elite Street starts to stalk them. Red Can Man, here comes Elite Street. On the outside, Elite Street goes to Red Can Man, puts him away again, and Elite Street goes home to win the Roma Cup. Tell you what, your WA race caller is massively underrated. He's a jet. Yeah, I don't think he's that underrated. He's actually. a jet. I think it'd be highly he's rated. I thought there was an article on pundits.com. I couldn't read it. I'm not a triple plus subscriber oh, member or whatnot. $50 so, a day. Yeah, $4,000 a minute. So I couldn't actually uh, read it. But uh, where did he rank? Did you see it? I think he was two or three, and he should be. Mm, should be number one. No, no, no. Matt Hill's number one, mate. <laughs> Come yeah, on. Well, I'm biased. Uh, we got one eye Darren, one eye McCauley. Uh, elite but, Street. Uh, star, elite street. Star, what, star, star. What I like about Elite Street, this campaign, I think he's going better than ever, which is a big call for a horse that sat three deep and won a winter bottom. Um, but he's jumping better than ever. He's traveling better than ever. He looks the winner so far from home, even in the Northern Sprint. Tell you what, I, I think the plan has always been, Miles, to – and I'm really interested in your opinion here because your Eastern States form uh, – well, I have no Eastern States form um, – but – he, the plan has always been with him just to probably go Colonel Reeves, Winterbottom, and keep him home. He's already bled once. He's a horse with a few little tricks. But I tell you what, there has been talk during the week, and I know the rumours, there's a little bit of truth to the rumours. about the What is it, $12, $15? What's the, it worth? $12, $15 million? $15 million. Oh, you, you are going to say it. Yeah, I'm going to say it. Yeah, oh. we're going to try. I, I reckon now is the time for Elite Street to climb Mount Everest, and I, I reckon he just wins, isn't he? Oh, no. oh, that's a big call. It's time. It's time to get the hiking boots on and nah. climb Mount Everest. I'd suggest, <laughs> mate. I, mate, I, he's I... jumping well. He can land closer to them. It's around a bend. When he went to the east last time, he failed on wet decks. He failed down the straight. You're going to wet deck. Gonna you're going to get a sting out of the ground. Everest, super high pressure, like super high. It's pressure. It's October. Why is he going to be stinging out of the ground in oh, October, mate? It's it's Sydney. They haven't raced on anything other than a heavy deck for three years. Yeah, that's a good point. Mate, it, it's, it's, oh, mate, it, it's a different kettle of fish, that. It is a... Tell you what, though, the winter bottom is worth a million. You've got two options for me as a, an elite street owner, trainer, connection, whatever part you have to do with the horse. You can become a WA, sort of like a rock magic was over here, win all the Roma Cups, but you could try and maybe string together two, three, four winter bottom stakes and you build a legacy in that way, worth a million dollars a go. Or does the $15 million carrot get dangled. You know, if you run sixth miles in the Everest, it's the same as winning prize money wise. Um, yeah, I know, but what normally, bottom, what's so. happening now, what's happening now, especially last year is you're seeing people that are picking horses. They're getting injured or are not up to it. They're pulling them out of the slot. Then people really want to run and the, the slot holders are cashing in. They're saying, you know what? I'm taking, I'm taking 70% of what it is. If you want to run, you, you get a run, but I'm taking most of it. That's what, that's what's yeah. starting to happen. Yeah, so, well, I, I mean, the slots, it's, it's the slots gonna, are the cheapest significantly, things. Yeah, it's still going to be significantly more than he's going to earn in a winter bottom. I, I don't know. I've, I've seen Dan O'Sullivan's ratings, the ratings guru, chucks them all up on the Twitter sphere, and um, it looks like Elite Street's numbers were better than – who's that bloke over East that went good? The what? sprinter. Oh, Marzu. Marzu. Yeah, but on yeah. a heavy deck at bloody um, – yeah, heavy the, the deck in Queensland, mate. Account. They take that all into oh, account. Oh, mate. Yeah. Ratings, schmatings, mate. mate. Ratings, I, I I'm not in on ratings at all. Our sprinters continuously measure up over there. I reckon if Elite Street goes, Elite Street wins. Tell you what, I'm excited. Well, I'll tell you what. So you're, yeah, so you're saying Elite Street's no good as a racehorse? No, I'm saying that Elite that, Street in that Miles, company like, in Sammy, an Everest. Sammy, make sure you grab that little snippet for the show. Oh, I did not say that. Miles, I'm saying, Miles you... is saying Elite Street is gone. I, I'm saying Elite Street in that company, it's a different kettle of fish. And I, the one thing that I do know is I know the East and I know the West. And you know what? On the back of that, I did declare you one last week, didn't I? 
Uh, from one? the west that came east and told you it was oh, the right race. Missile, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I messaged you afterwards and I said, Declared. well done. And I followed you in. No, you did very well. But uh, I tell you, I don't reckon he wants a 1,400. That was a 10 nope. out of 10 from Froggy, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. But he Back wins. to the 1,200, he's hey, a star triple. If you win by an inch or a mile, it doesn't what, matter. Elite Street's got 30 on him. so. Oh, yeah, but that was was a, was a benchmark 100, mate, mate. they'll probably sit up late in there. Everest. That's how easily oh, they're to win it. Cut that probably, audio up. That'll I'll probably tell you. sit up. And that will be that will be good in six Do months. Do you want time. to just quickly touch on a few other things? Yeah, we, there's it other was things happening. God has chosen, devoted, then go through Atlantis Beach, Zafira. Uh, it was a really nice day. Like, is there anything that you really want to touch on out of the day? Macanto was yeah, the one I, we, we we talked about late, remember, that if it showed up, Ganjimis, but it wasn't really that's the one where we missed. That was a good ride. That was a, uh, yeah, you end up landing in position A. A lot of the speed didn't eventuate. But what I did want to talk about was Michael Grantham and Bob Peters. That partnership has come together. Oh. Uh, devoted one extremely well. We saw Advanced win really well, and we'll talk about Advanced again for this preview very shortly. Um, but also just, just took a couple to York yesterday. Beloved star and uncompromised. And now they're just battlers, you know. They're a bit like M. Fitzner and T. Leighton. Just a couple of battlers going to York on a Thursday. And they've won really well. And... I know that won't get the same headlines as Devoted does, probably favourite for the Belmont Guineas in a month or so's time, but to get those two horses to improve like that and to win so easily, albeit in very weak races, Michael Grantham can train, and you know what's most importantly? He's our mate. He's our mate. We're, He's um, our mate. We, did, we might have just said off air that we've got him on the bottom floor and he likes yeah. us now. So that when everyone wants a piece of him, he's going to go, you know what? I'm going to go back to the boys. It's overs. And he was spot on uh, with It was too. With it started at 90. Yep. He was spot on with Devoted. Uh, and we just we want a bit more of this. That's overs. That's overs. <laughs> yeah, that's what we want from him. Hey, um, hey. a couple of other ones. So you want to talk a bit about um, these money, money. moves. Yeah. I do want to talk about the money. So you were really keen God has chosen, and we're sitting here, and you know me, I'm all about price, 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 price. God has chosen was $1.70 when we were talking. You said just wins, and you were right. It did just win. But I was never interested at the $1.70, right? That just wasn't my price. Friar-esque is a horse in that race called Friar-esque, and it's been the target in, in the past of really weird support. Like, it couldn't win the race, and it was 12s to 6s. So it's gone from taking up 8% of the market to taking up 16 17% of the market. Watch me dance, stayed firm. God has chosen went out from a dollar seventy. It touched three dollars fifty at one point. I was half taking it on to the point where I'm thinking I've got to be on here. You know, I've Have got to, to be on. It SP'd at close to three. Got back to below three dollars. But some of those drifts were just quite incredible. In that same race, do you remember how I was quite keen, Media Baron? Yes. Now I tipped it win only as I usually don't back the place until I, unless I get sort of nearish three dollars on Betfair. And I was unaware of this. It was one of our listeners um, who tweeted in Scotty W. I think it might. Yeah, have from been. Bayswater. Yeah, from Bayswater. He tweeted and he took the place. Media Baron, and it was over $3, I was told by some people, a hole on Betfair. So that was a big miss from me not to have a look. But some of these markets are incredible. Later in the day, one I wanted to touch on as well was no white flag. I marked this oh, 245. Yeah. I happily took the four bucks. You know, I happily, when I'm marking on $2.40 odd, I'm happily going to take four bucks. I did. It nearly touched $7 in the run. It nearly touched seven, not in the run, sorry, pre-jump. Pre-jump, pre-jump. it nearly touched $7. It led in at one pretty pretty easily. So you look at a drift like that and you think, why or how has that occurred? And it, it it's, yeah, it's crazy. But, but, but the one thing about those type of drifts is people think if they drift on Betfair, they can't win. And and that's not the case that, whatsoever. That's exactly right. And that's why you've got to play on the fair. In the run, pre-jump, you're going to get the better BSP. That's where you need to play if you're doing this and God has chosen on the fair. That's just nom, 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 dine out. 
uh, oh, put in take out. Incredible stuff. I tell um, you what, I feel, I felt a bit dirty when most of me bet on was early at the four bucks. So. What's your uh, What's your Sorry. lesson for the week or win to the yeah. week? Yeah, no, no wins this week. A lesson. Going to give you a lesson. So oh, this is this is about a horse that didn't it didn't actually go. win, right? But yeah. I we all have a few of our uh, a few of our Grant Bowlers here and there around the place. And anyway, a horse went up <laughs> called Fatal Femme on Bet three six five at twenty six bucks midweek at Belmont. Okay, I think I was about five bucks Fatal Femme. Now I three six five is an account no one can really get on there. They're false. It's false odds. It's just numbers on a screen that none of us can bet on. Um, bet three six five. It then went up all across the traps at around about the $10 mark miles, which I said I was five. So 10 is still a very good price, right? Should be happy. I decided I'm not taking the 10 bucks because I saw the 26 and I sooked it and didn't take it. So my lesson this week is pretend 365 don't exist because I'm one of those people. And I, I know a few people do it. We look at the 365 odds early and that gives us an indication of what price it will go up elsewhere. You've got to pretend they don't exist and uh, and look at the opening prices elsewhere. That's, that's your, it. That's my that's my lesson for the week. That's your lesson. It's probably just my lesson for myself. But. It's it's learnings from Leighton. That's what we'll call them. <laughs> that's good. Hey, uh, now we've got a couple of guests coming up. No interviews, but we decided to pull a couple of tipsters in. Yeah, a couple of a uh, couple of couple of Timmy tipsters. So who have we got on? We got Tommy J. Tommy J. He hosted in your absence. He came on well, and uh, guested in your absence. And we got Peter Anthonis. <laughs> Peter Anthonis of the mailbag form. Of the mailbag form. Um, Yeah, he's just opened a bar in WA. He's a yard watcher. He's been a professional punter for years and years. Does Western Australia and guess what other jurisdiction? Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Hong Kong. So they're the two he does. And a he few horses that chart in. I'd tell you what, Pete's a very popular man in the industry too. So I'm very much looking forward to him. Do you know what he loves? He loves an old fashioned. An old fashioned? Loves an old. He makes a good old fashioned, I'll tell you I what. Bet loves he a good does. sugar cube. Well, let's go to a break. On the other side of this, we'll catch up with those two, catch up with uh, with Pete and TJ, and uh, and then we'll get in stuck into the car. Difficult, difficult day. Plenty more to come on the WA Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Terence Von Layton, thanks to Betfair. Get better odds and play your way with Betfair. The WA Betfair Edge with Terry Layton and Miles Fitzner for Betfair. Find better odds on AFL on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the WA Betfair Edge. Thanks to Betfair. Play your way with Betfair. Find better odds on the AFL and the racing. Terry, uh, our next guest I'm excited to talk to. You've, uh, you've given him big raps. He is well known in the uh, in the punting world. But he's uh, more well-known by a few of the punters, uh, like you said, um, for his likeness to one of our favourite wrestlers. <laughs> we speak. <laughs> I, thought, I thought there was going to be more to that. Pete Anthony, he joins us. Terry, a.k.a. The Undertaker. How are you, Pete? <laughs> I'm slightly puzzled because outside of the long hair and the long jacket, I I bear no resemblance to the great man, to the Undertaker. I'm not sure I'd be able to tombstone pile drive Terry Layton, that's for sure. I reckon I can give it a crap. I reckon you're going to have to tombstone pile drive him after the setup he's giving you with the jacket saying you look like the Undertaker. Um, Mate, but uh, it's great to have you on. Great to have you on. Now, You've got an interesting story. You're opening a bar in WA. You're a professional opened. punter. Opened a bar in WA. Professional punter. You're associated with the mailbag and all those mad units up there in uh, in Queensland. I know a few of those boys, and they are ripping fun and do a great job. You're also a, a big yard watcher. Just tell us a little bit about your story. Uh, yes, it's a long and uh, mostly tedious story, I think, by the time I've 
uh, said it a million times. But no, um, got into punting probably a little bit differently than most people. I was a physiotherapist who found that I could basically analyze the way that horses were moving. I could discover a few little differences here and there as they paraded week to week. And uh, obviously that was my gateway into punting. Um, I also was lucky enough to be associated to my older brother with a lot of successful racehorses early days. The Universal Ruler was one of those. He's now one of the stallions standing in WA. So uh, there was plenty of good fortune. And I, I always tell people, the best way to get involved in racing is to find someone who's successful and then just ride up their coattails and get yourself addicted <laughs> to it that way because nothing gets you hooked faster than success and winning. Why, why do you think I've got Terry Layton on the show? I'll just try to uh, cash in off the back of the great man <laughs> in the West. Did that and won. Yeah, exactly right. Hey, Peter, you're someone that does the form Australia wide also – internationally at, uh, in Hong Kong, but uh, you would know the Eastern States form comparative to the Western Australian form. Now, Miles and I were having a little bit of a argument, discussion, I'm not sure which word you'd use, probably both. Elite Street going to an Everest, any chance? Look, I, I banged on about this earlier in the week. Oh. Elite Street and Triple Missile both now have bigger PBs than Mazu, and Mazu is second favourite for the Everest. Now, the only issue is that Mazu's probably going to find a handy eight on Everest Day going the wrong way, whereas Triple Missile and Elite Street, if there was some sort of neutral venue, some magical place that doesn't exist in racing terms, like if they race the Everest at Belmont, uh, how could you go past either one of those two? They've actually got better figures overall now than Mazu, who's second favourite. It's not, like It's called Narnia. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and, and, and that doesn't exist now. The reason being is Mazu's second favourite now. Now, it will not be second favourite for the Everest come Everest time. You mark my mark my absolute words. We're seeing horses come through now that we haven't seen. Surely this ratings business. Do you read much into it? I have to. I, I taught myself how to use data with an R. With a little bit more um, during during Melbourne lockdown. Um, you know, I wasn't able to get out to the track. I wasn't able to see anything, and it was sink or swim. And yeah, after a while. You start to learn where your, your strengths lie in using the data. I think it's a bit like anything when it comes to punting. You've got to find your edge. And then once you find that and you practice and you learn from it and you only learn from your mistakes, that's when you start to go to another level. So I've been very fortunate from that point of view. I think lockdown is probably the best thing for me. And uh, that's why I'm back in Melbourne at the moment, locked in my apartment, talking to no one except for my couple of plants. Yeah, yeah, Fran. <laughs> Fran the plant. Fran actually died um, oh. as I was back in Perth for an extended period. But, another another uh, victim of the, of the Undertaker. <laughs> well, indeed, indeed. So uh, I, I buried her in what was the um, what was it? There was a casket match, wasn't it? Where you had to the buried alive casket match where you had to drop the other guy into the coffin and then slam the door shut. Oh, didn't the Undertaker um, fight Kane once in a casket match? Oh, it, was his brother. it was his brother. That was his brother, Kane. Yeah. yeah. Through uh, Bremen, Bremen High Water. Hell water. Yeah. Terry looks like one of the Hardy brothers uh, taken on The Undertaker, I reckon. Hey, <laughs> Pete, can we get into... Can well, we what get... have we got over here? Val Venus over here <laughs> yeah, or something, oh, Shut Terry. up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bit of Randy Orton <laughs> about Hello, me. We're in the budgies. Oh, hey, uh, Randy Orton. Let's get into the Belmont card, mate. I think it's pretty difficult. There's a couple of shorties well, that are... Yeah, it's a big show. <laughs> hey, um... 
what are you liking at Belmont? Have you got something for us, maybe something that's short as your best and something that we could have a bit of a I'll nibble at a price? whatever he's got. Don't tell him what price to tip oh, well, well, I'm just, uh, mate, he's a girl. I'm just a, well, like a, to tell a little him. Tip, one, tip one at $2.60 if you can, Pete. Well, I don't know. Like, what's he, what have you got, Pete? Well, I couldn't even find one at $2.60. I was looking at them all just thinking, well, it's going to be one of those cards where I could bet really well and walk away with nothing, and I'm completely fine with that because I don't really want to back any of these favourites. Oh, mm. I don't know if I'm the only one there, but I'm just looking at them going, it's early Belmont season. We're seeing a lot of horses transition from Ascot to Belmont that haven't had a start at Belmont yet. That's just fraught with danger. Uh, Ascot's been playing pretty on speed towards the end of the season, and now all of a sudden we're at a, a nice, fresh Belmont pad, being a bit of rain around. It's just all these variables, so you can leave me out of the favourites, that's for sure. Um, well, then, have you got anything that we, you might sort of lean us towards? Yes, I've got I've got a three races that I'm happy to have a, a stab at. Um, race three, I'm happy to have something on Gates of Babylon. Mm, first good trial? Yeah, good trial. I thought it was really, yeah, it, it was an interesting trial, wasn't it? And Blazing Billy was well supported there. I know it failed, but um, there was some money floating around at a bigger price there for Blazing Billy. That was the other horse in that trial. Shooter McGrady on board, I really like. Look, often what I say with the Pope Stable in, in headquarters or in the city is just watch the market late. If that horse is $5 or so, five fifty in the firm, I'd be far more happy than if it goes $6 out to 10 mm-hmm. So Gates of Babylon is one I've got interest in. Yep. Now, Terry and I, I'm, we did the the one one podcast the other week and <laughs> we talked about Cray again ad nauseum. And I think Prey again is going to be massively better suited going back to Belmont for a start. But watching that replay, it just went wide into the corner, lost all momentum. And you just, Brad Parnham's basically just sees the horse there in the straight. Hey, pissed I'm off. pretty Brad, happy Brad, to Brad's, here. Brad's off as well, I think. Is he? I presume, because I think under the loophole, you're allowed to use a claimer. So being the Parnham yard, my guess is it'll be Lacta. My guess. Do, do you know oh, what's funny oh, about this? even better. Yes, yeah, so I, I actually don't mind the kilo and a half. I've, I've, I've got, I've got advanced and Prague in the same price in this. It's race. all about, by the way, it's all about Miles when we do this show, Pete. Well, I was, I was saying we're all sort of aligned here. Miles, I've got Prague in the same price at advanced too. Oh well, look, <laughs> Jeez, you can come back. <laughs> you can come back. I'll tell you what. What, what are we doing betting here, Miles? Pistol, what are we doing betting here, Wise? Because I'm about $6 prey again. It's around 10 at the minute. I was just under the impression there'd be big money advanced, and there's a few others that'll stay firm in the market. So I was just going to wait for the exchange. What are you thinking this market does late? I think you've got to factor in the part of the yard. Like often, again, it's one of these statements where if they like it, if they like the horse, and the trial is so good, right? So if they like it and there's nothing wrong with it, it's all happy. We've seen it first up at Ascot. There was excuses there. Back to Belmont where it's going to be better suited. There's no pace in this race. It should be settling, I would imagine, in front of a bear. Then it has to serve. And if it drifts for some reason, it doubles in price. If it's 10 out to 20, I'm still probably going to back it, but it's probably with a lot less confidence. I'm just happy to start chipping away at it now. Two from three at the track does it for me at Belmont. Have you got one more before we let you go, Pete? Yeah, in the last, um, this is purely just off numbers and that timely outburst for me. Um, I, I've got its figures going really well for a race like this. I don't think actually the ride was that good first up either. There was a bit of a mid-race slowdown there. 
there's a whole bunch of them, and they all slowed down into the corner, and then this thing just completely kicked them, gapped them. Oh, I'm happy to have something on at the price, a timely outburst, and I have to follow myself uh, with written matter. Uh, yeah. I was happy enough to back that first up, and it, it was just, look, it wasn't ever going to be in the race, and I was watching the race live, and I thought, oh, God, it's going to need an absolute miracle from where it was out in the back, and then it just ended up going up backsides into the straight, and I thought, well, that's pretty quiet, and that I didn't find out anything, but here we are at $26 or so, and I can get a price once more. I think, again, it's another horse that'll be better suited back at Belmont. So in the last, look, no knock it's Serato, if it did what it did first up, Again, there's a few queries there going back to, to Belmont. But if it does reproduce those figures, yes, it probably does win. But who cares? It's $2.10. I'm not here to program $2.10. Well, I certainly I mean, am. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that's, that's all I got. Uh, um, I, you know, so, yeah. Pete, we appreciate you coming on, mate. Shout out to the Mailbag Boys and the team. You guys do a fantastic job. Uh, looking forward to catching up with you one day and maybe having a, a little sip or two, as long as you don't uh, do the old-fashioned pole driver and tombstone me uh, after our <laughs> chat today. Appreciate your time, mate. We'll get you on the show again soon. All right. No worries, boys. Anytime. Enjoy the day. Thanks, Pete Christian. Anthony said, we go, hey, we go from one guru to another. Bang. Bang. One guru to another. And guess who joins us, Terry? Just take a stab. TJ. TJ. Tommy Johnston joins Terry, us. How are you, Tommy? Oh, I'm Terry Jenner. Oh. <laughs> How you going? Good, mate. Good. Uh, we've had a bit of fun with Pete, mate, looking at the card. And it's a tough enough card at Belmont that, that we're sort of – favourites can go under um, or they also can win. How are you seeing it? Um, yeah, I'm not going to be backing any favourite. Oh, um, that we like about these. But that's just, that's just me. Um, I, see the, I see a bit of value around, but – at the same time, I also think that they'll be better on the day. So it's a bit tricky at the moment. I'm hoping a few get out. But there's still a couple I'm quite keen on. Well, we, right. kn- we know that you're the king of the value. Yeah, certainly and is. That's why we've got you here. Oh. So where do you want to start, mate? I'll start with this one's not even that long. But uh, it's not favourite. Race six, KMA. I, just, I think that the price is completely wrong with Galactic Storm. Um, I thought it should be around the $6, $7 mark. Um, and K-Mage has been huge its last two on, um, like, hot speeds. Last start, there was, like, set up perfectly for um, Piccolo Signore to come over the back of him. And the fact it only went down by, I don't know, but a hair Not was far. just disgusting. Mm-hmm. So I think today, oh, tomorrow, sorry, gets a, a soft lead. And hopefully they don't go too slow out in front. So I think that will be what gets it undone is if they try and stack them and then don't kick before the bend, but just get rolling early, and I don't think anything can run past it. Tommy, I'm with you with K-May, and I'll tell you what, uh, Galactic Storm is one of those horses who, a bit like Via Monte, who continue to go around uh, continually well under my price, and they sort of give us the opportunity to back horses like K-May. So, um, yeah, we're not too disappointed to see those type of ones go around, are we, buddy? Yeah, no, not at all. And, like, even with... Um, Via Monte, like at least that rattled off the quickest last six, four, and yeah. two. Galactic Storm's not doing that, so I just don't think that the two ninety is the right price for it. Where are we going to next, mate? Uh, race eight. I'm quite keen on if you just put a line through Double Spice's last run and kind of take on merit that it's pulled up with elevated heart rate. They probably weren't overly keen on winning anyway because this is the the race it was set for. Hey Tommy, um, just. Enough went wrong. 
I can tell you that if, I can tell you that a few of the punters that backed him, me included, also pulled up with a very elevated heart rate after that. Sixes into three bucks. Well, I, and, I did uh, warn you. Me, me, money, me money was on by that stage, and the money kept on coming as well. But tell you what, where, where there's smoke, there's fire, isn't there, Tommy? Yeah, I 100% agree. And I just think here, like 10 or 8 after the emergency's come out, but like the gate looked somewhat sticky, but I just don't think it is. I think it'll land in a beautiful mm-hmm. spot. And like it's just good enough. I think the horse is better than these if it runs up to its best. So at $8, $9, I think that's quite good i have it with a four in front a three if you so, completely so just put a line through last start so, so i'm i'm more than happy to have a little bit on double spice all right okay. and one more to finish us uh one more value i don't even don't think it can win but it can definitely run a big race and that's false statement i'm an awfully forgiving bloke because last start was awful have you listened to the podcast tommy uh no I've tipped all three. Oh, gee whiz. Well, you're in for a tough day then, Tommy. I love it. I <laughs> yeah. just love it. Isn't it? What do they say about great minds, Miles? I'm taking you all on. Yeah, well. <laughs> it's going to end in tears. I just, yeah, the, the 20 bucks is ridiculous. And more or less, the I think it'll get out to a lot more than that mm-hmm. late with Betfair because the support has to come for one of the two favourites here. So I think you see five bucks plus late to run a drum and that'll be enough for me just to come down the middle and hopefully show something. Mm-hmm. Tommy, we appreciate you jumping on, my friend. Love having you on the show. We might uh, get you to come back on the show maybe in the next couple of weeks or two and uh, we'll go through a few runners with a bit more time because we've already had The Undertaker take up uh, most of this segment. So <laughs> look forward to having you on the show again soon, mate. No, no worries. Appreciate it. Tommy Johnston, one of the best in the business in WA. A few at value there. Terence, let's go to a break. On the other side of this, after I just uh, put the food back in my mouth, there's just some sort of protest out the front of the studio here at the moment. Uh, yes, no, not for me. Uh, let's get a break and we'll have a look <laughs> at the card on the other side of this. All thanks to Betfair. Play your way, find better odds on Betfair, and it's the only place to do it. Back the drift, find them. We'll be back soon. The WA Betfair Edge with Terry Layton and Miles Fitzner for Betfair. Find better odds on AFL on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the WA Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Terry Layton, thanks to Betfair. Play your way on the AFL. Just get better odds everywhere. It's the fair. Also, go watch the layback show too. Tommy Harlock doing some great work there. Terry, let's get straight into it. Belmont, nine races uh, on a good four. Expect to play fair? Yep, I do expect it to play fair. I loved how it played week one, so uh, just happy to allow for maps. Race one, pretty simple. One, rev it up. Can we move on? Yeah, we can. Yep. All right, let's move on. Race number two. Now, a uh, few chances here. I thought Tad Weir was actually over the odds here. I think hardly ever should be winning the race, but Tad Weir over the odds for me. Snipper Rucci to round out the numbers. Madola 70 hardly ever, Miles. I think it lands on the back of the speed. Was forced into breezing last start. Don't think that was suitable and still won easily. So this yard is flying. Anything even money or above, I'm happy to make it my best of the day. Oh, rightio. Best of the day there. Race number three. I've written hard here. I've got a, a few numbers. I thought Image Keeper could improve. I thought the eight safety bay would need to uh, would need some luck, but I think it'll go okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 91 Dwyer, not without a chance with Paddy Carberry either. And the three, no, not the three, Gates of Babylon. And the one, Silken Ice, I thought could run a right. Gates of Babylon was uh, You should have mentioned the, ones you, mentioned the ones you don't like. 
There's just probably less of them. Well, it's it is a, it's the hardest race of the day, I think. Mate, really. This is this is a lottery, and you've summed it up perfectly. Uh, I, I think with the speed drawn out wide with Safety Bay Wild Front and Gates of Babylon drawn nine, ten, and eleven, that it will turn into a race for a backmarker. Maybe a horse like Sweet Strawberry. If I get ten, fifteen dollars late on Betfair, I might have a bet. But uh, tough race. Tough, tough, tough. Let's go to race number four. Uh, this is where it gets a little bit more interesting. Mm. I have got the 10 on top. Al Safina for Grant Williams and Paddy Carberry. Done nothing wrong, this horse. Uh, two starts at Ascot was super um, and uh, and deserved. I thought uh, it was around about the right mark. Then I'm going to three Aracity at a double-figure price. I thought mm-hmm. Aracity's up in the finish and then the five via Monte for me, two to round them out, warm and fuzzy. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm $2.20, Al Safina. It's, uh, it just keeps getting the right run and keeps winning. But you know what? It's going to get the right run on the back of Warm and Fuzzy here, who's going to give a great kick into the straight. It gets no weight. It's just great placement for a yard that's going really well, a jockey that's going really well. So it, it just ticks every box. And Via Monte, it will win its fair share of races. But for me, keeps going around under the odds. So I'm always happy to take Via Monte on it. Sub $3 at the moment. Um, we had Tommy Johnson on before, and he tipped the toppy false statement. I'm 10 bucks. It's currently 20 a bit like him, I don't think it's capable of winning and beating the good three-year-olds with that weight. But um, I tell you what, it will be flashing late, and I reckon it can run a place like Tommy said. So if you're looking for one at value, number one, false statement will run a big race for you. Let's go to race number five over the 1,400 advanced here. Well, we saw how it won at Northern, and it just went whoosh and mm. destroyed them in a class three there. Have to have it on top. I have to, and I love Mickey Grantham. But... Like mentioned before, Prey again, superb record at the track, two from three, track and trip, one from one. Uh, I'd want to see a little bit of a move, like was mentioned before. The other one outside of that is my mate, then above the peg. Yeah, just be wary with advanced. I've marked advanced on top. Uh, I don't think it'll ever get to a bet price for me. Just be wary that that victory, as soft as it was, was A, on a wet track and B, on a race that panned out for it. The leaders were beaten 10 lengths, so they were beaten absolute panels. And the second horse was a visitor from Geraldton. So maybe sometimes things just look a bit better than they are to some degree. But as we mentioned in the uh, in the intro, Miles, Michael Grantham and uh, Bob Peters, he's starting to figure out these very well-bred horses, and that's a dangerous combination for uh, people trying to get them beat. So do think advance is the one to beat, but I'm I'm with you and Tommy with Prey again as well. I've marked it shorter than the 10 bucks currently available. Um, it's going to need to improve on that first up run, but that trial a month and a half before that was that good, and I can't get it out of my mind. Back to Belmont, like you said, Miles, uh, each way Prey again is probably the way I'm going to go. If advance... Can that improve second up, though? It, it, yeah, it could it, it come out and win could. by four, couldn't it? Mate, it definitely could. But the thing is, we're talking, do you want to take, because there are, do you know how, the way we're talking, there are those little question marks. So do we want to take $2.40 when those little question marks, or do we want to look at a bit of value and take yeah. sort of your $10, $11 each way for um, a horse like Prey again, who we know goes real good at Belmont? Race six over the mile. Uh, tough little races. I've got the five reliable star mark too short, even around the $7 quote. I went the three again, as in, do we go again and something go wrong? So where I've ended up landing, I went nine. Has to be the nine galactic storm, this. Uh, CJP, I thought the run at Belmont, uh, where it was a length of Zafira and a Velvet Queen, both two horses I've got a lot of time for. So I'm galactic storm on top to beat the three, then the five. 
Yeah, I think the way you spoke about this race with Tommy Johnston before, and I think he summarised it really well. K-May will get to the top here. We don't want Kira to go too lightly and uh, make it a bunched finish because that will work into the hands of a uh, of a horse like Galactic Storm or Reliable Star. Not Reliable Star quite as much. It'll probably want a harder run race being a stay at first up. Um, but look, I think K-May, as was so big last start, there was no right for it to get, uh, for her to get that close to Piccola Signora. And she should lead, she should control. And as long as last week leaders miles were no chance at Belmont into the big headwind, there is no big headwind this week. So as long as leaders uh, can run races, I I think K-May gets to the top and I reckon K-May deserves favouritism here. So uh, K-May, a clear on top selection for me. Look forward to winning a beer off you boys there. Mm. Uh, we go to race number seven over the 2000. Interesting little race, this one. You have to, you, you can't ignore what Alanis Beach has been doing uh, and what it did, right? The gate's a little query for me. Piccolo Signora, there is no way known I'm ever leaving this horse out of my quaddy. How it's $10 again, it just keeps doing things right and it keeps winning. Has to be Some, included. Something has to go wrong for it soon. Its style of racing is fall back the fence and it keeps on getting the dream run through yep. start after start after start. It's now up in the weight. It's now up in trip. For me, in such an open race, surely this is where the, the bubble bursts. Well, it might. Uh, groundbreaker the 12, uh, 54 kilos for the Martinoviches yep. um, at Ascot over the 1800 was a nice win. But here's another one for you. Here's a cheeky one for you. Mm. Have a look at Sunsphere at $19. This horse won't know itself with 54 kilos on the back. I've got no bloody clue where it gets to in the map. But if it runs up, look, it had 56 and a half, ran behind bold success at Pinjara last start. You know what? Gets a little bit of luck, no weight. CJP gives it a peach, can win at 20s. The best trainer in our state of these middle distance horses, Adam Durant. He's finally got this up to the trip. And last start was its best run this campaign by five, six, seven lengths miles. Yep. The blink of the blinkers went on. This horse could just literally be a different horse with the shades on. Yeah. And I'm with you. I'm, yes. I'm, I think I'm about $12, $13 Sunsphere. So $20 plus. But the problem is I'm with all these. I'm groundbreaker. Yeah. Groundbreaker's over my price. Atlanta's Beach, I'm about three sixty, and I think it'll probably win. Sluice Box improves with on out of sight. Piccolo this Signora. is such a good race, Miles. And um, you either, I think you either need to make the decision to say, all right, I'm going to back in Atlanta's Beach as the progressive stayer or look for a bit of value of around it and um, good luck. I'm, I'm, the, the market basically reflects mine to some degree and I think there's there's 10 chances here. Stack of horses in race number eight over the 1,400 too. Happy to risk double spice. My numbers were, <laughs> yeah, Stella Fair. Uh, I thought it was a fair price for Stella Fair and I thought uh, given the draw and the weight that that's in the mix. Then I've gone to the eight power of St. George for the Harrisons. I think second up with Joe as a party can go really well. Uh, the two-speed dream comes in as my third selection and then counter drive, funnily enough, in for fourth. Yeah, look, I'm with Tommy again. I hope Tommy has a good day. Yep. He has a good day. I'll have a good day. Um, double spice. I was keen last start. It just raced keenly. It returned with an elevated heart rate. It, it carried the big weight outside of a reasonable tempo. It wasn't the right race for it. Um, yeah, it was sixes into threes that day. I like the fact it's up to the 1,400. I like the fact it's drawn where it is. There's speed outside of it, meaning it should be able to get some cover. I prefer it with cover. I think he's the best horse. He carries weight. If you look at his run since he's gone to Neil Deller, he's just been a different horse. Happy to forgive that one run. I think he's the best horse here, and we're getting nearly $10 each way. 
if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I'm I'm pretty happy that he's he's probably the, the most excited I am for a bet on the day. Counter drive uh, the Smokey at 67s there for Ooh. me. It, I, I'll 60s. tell you, what, I'll throw one out as a Smokey. Long knife brother, horse number 15. It is flying. I don't know if it's up to these, but it is flying in Albany. It's going so 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 well. It'll go around 100 to one. Right, race number nine, pretty straightforward for me. Ray Day on top, star, and then you go to the 13, Rockinori, and the 10, Timely Outburst. Tell you what, Miles, this race deserves um, this race deserves black type status, doesn't it? It is just quite incredible. Like you've got, it's a Ray Day at two dollars ten at the moment. The, these all have to fit into a hundred percent market. Rock and Nori's a horse that everyone loves. MTA sprints well, fresh. Written matter, Pete Anthony has made a case for earlier, and I'm with him. I've got about fifteen, sixteen dollars. It's a big improver. Ridden more aggressively. Timely outburst is seriously, and he's right on numbers. It'll go forward, and it'll be really, really hard. To catch star trade does not lose in Geraldton. It's moved to Danny Morton. All day session flies. Searching rocks is a superstar. Lewa draws well. What a great horse race. What I'm going to hope is that it's a Ray Day gets a push out the door late and we can get a little price $2.50. It's a Ray Day because while they're all good, it's great. Yep, I fully agree with you. Let's jump to a break. Our best of values and our lays of the day on the other side of this. All thanks to Betfair. Play your way with Betfair and gamble responsibly. The WA Betfair Edge with Terry Layton and Miles Fitzner for Betfair. Find better odds on AFL on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the WA Betfair Edge. All thanks to Betfair. They're the best series. Play your way. Get better odds on Betfair. AFL, you name it. Horses. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Miles Fitzner, Terry Layton. And now we're joined by the superstar from Crips Racing. He's the, well, he's the second best in the West, uh, according to Terry. His name is Dan Cripps and he joins us. How are you, Cripper? Yeah, good, Fitzy. I'll, um, yeah, happily play second fiddle at the minute. The big fella's going pretty well at the moment, isn't he? He certainly is. Uh, look, and uh, look, I'm glad I can help him in the East uh, when he asks me for a little bit of help every now and then. Hey, uh, let's go to our best values and lays <laughs> of the day. Stuff. You're unbelievable. Uh, I'm going to get straight through mine. My best, race four, number 10, Al Safina. My second best, race nine, number six, it's a Ray Day. And my value, which is a genuine each way play, because we've mentioned it in the card, race uh, seven, number seven, Sun Sphere. Crip up. Yep, a little bit boring again this week. Uh, admittedly, have not had one cent on this card, a bit like last Saturday, but for the sake of it, best bet, race nine, number six, it's a Ray Day. I'm just, I'm just shocked at how short he's come up. Mm. Um, I've, I had to sort of, bend some rules around my ratings to even get him sort of under two dollars fifty. So I I'm just praying. Look, we love Betfair, don't we? I'm just praying that the uh when a bit of common sense kicks in and there's some great horses in that race, we might see somewhere close to three dollars late that we can pile in because I reckon he does win. I'm on the bandwagon. What have you got, well, Terry? Crip well, just quickly on that race before I chuck mine out, with, with horses like Star Trade, Timely Outburst, Search and Rocks, Rock and Ori, they all have to fit into 100%. So we're looking at the market now, and it's 126% market or whatever it is, and it's $2.10. Everything needs to squeeze into the 100% of Betfair. So I'm hoping there's money for some others, Crip, and we see the 250 late. That's my, that's my hope, my ambition. Exactly. Even a horse like Written Matter, I saw it went up one agency, exactly. about 60 bucks. And that is I'm just 16. wild prices. Yeah. yeah. The, um, yeah. Everyone has just gravitated towards it's a radio, but I mean, obviously, me and you as well. So we all think, and it didn't help with Simon Miller just absolutely crowing at everything. <laughs> it's going to be a witch bottom horse. But yeah, we are, the blinkers are on.
Yeah, they certainly are. My best is race number two, horse number three, hardly ever Simon Miller. Race number nine, horse number six, it's a ray day. Simon Miller, when the stable's flying, we jump on the aeroplane. My value, race eight, horse number one, double spice miles, pretty keen. Yeah, it won't go, go anywhere. Yep, won't go anywhere. Hey, I read out Sunsphere is race seven, number seven. It's race seven, number 14, should I say. Advanced, do you think Advanced can win? I nearly made it my best, Cripper. Yeah, I think it can win. Really interested to see how it goes, but um, big rating spike on a soft track against some real dead set battlers. I reckon I would have finished second in that race. So, <laughs> but in saying that, historically Bob's will just go through the grades now, and it, and it uh, did do it under a handbrake. So I will say mm-hmm. it'll win. Chad Crip, uh, thanks for coming on, mate. We'll chat again same time, same place next week. Thanks, boys. Have a good weekend. See you later. Thanks, mate. Dan Cripps here. Follow him at Cripps Racing. Terry, uh, about 30 seconds left in the show. Advanced, I'll I'm, I'm probably put it up on the website as another best. I'm going to put three up anyway. Uh, anything else to watch or you want to say right on the end of the day? No, looking forward to a big day at Kalgoorlie. So tune in to uh, Trackside with Miles on Sunday to get the Kalgoorlie set. Yeah, I might get you to send them through. We'll get the listeners. If you missed anything on the Betfair Edges, go to the SEN app, type in Betfair Edge. All the full cards are all there and tips right around the country. And don't forget, you can find better odds on AFL on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.